Chapter 8. The Armpit Confesses The sun blazed down on the people in the camp at the dig, but Adam avoided the activity by sitting alone under the only tree in camp. Archaeologists knelt in long pampas grass, his mom included, wearing cargo pants, heavy boots, and hats with cloth extensions down to the back to cover their necks. When they arrived a couple days before, he looked for a shady spot to claim, and found it under the tall, slender acacia tree. He leaned against it, the umbrella of green leaves at the top providing him just enough protection that he wasn't completely miserable as his mind raced. Normally, he'd be lying in his tent with his books, content to entertain himself far from the buzz of activity in camp. Instead, he felt restless. With a sigh, he reached into his backpack and pulled out the book he got on African mythology just for this trip. He flipped through it again, but no matter how many times he looked, he couldn't find a sea kelpie anywhere in there. I don't understand, he muttered to himself, grabbing another book after he tossed the first back. Pretty sure there's lots of things you don't understand, he heard a voice behind him say, and he rolled his eyes. He spent their two days in camp doing his best to avoid Clancy, and here she was, probably just to annoy him. <sighs> what do you want, armpits? Adam grumbled, refusing to look up at her. Huh, armpits. How original. Like I've never heard that one before. Just, what do you want? he repeated. First off, you've commandeered the only bit of shade in the whole camp for yourself. It's hot in the tent, and they've stopped digging, so I have nothing to do. You have a full-on library in that backpack. I thought I'd play nice, so you'll loan me something to read. Clancy plopped down in the grass, reaching for his backpack. Why did they stop digging? Adam asked. He looked up and beyond her. He saw a few people on the ground with their shovels, digging in a roped-off area. His mom and Clancy's dad knelt with their brushes, gently sweeping dirt aside with expert caution. It all looked normal. You don't know? Clancy asked with maddening superiority. Adam pulled a face at her, watching her bored expression as she pushed up her glasses. Her eyes skimmed over pages in his favorite book on Celtic mythology as she continued. It's why you're here. Huh? Clancy let the book fall to her lap as she looked at him. One long lock of brown hair fell over her shoulder, and she twisted it back behind her ear thoughtfully. You never stop to wonder why your mom, an expert in Caribbean archaeology, would be sent to dig at a Stone Age mine in Africa? Adam hoped he didn't look as confused as he felt. No, that thought never occurred to him. His mom went to digs all the time, but she always went to places like Jamaica. Her work usually involved pirate stuff like swords and coins. Why hadn't he thought of that? He shrugged, trying to play it cool. Maybe I have a life. Maybe I don't need to spend my time worrying about why my mom got called here. She's just the best, and your dad needed her. It's not my fault he's not as good as she is. Clancy raised an eyebrow, pursed her lips, and shook her head. Sitting back, she stretched her legs in front of her. She leaned back with her arms behind her, palms pressed down in the grass. The book on her lap slipped to the ground and fell open. Right. Your amazing life and stuff. Everyone is dying to hang out with the guy who reads mythology books all day, I'm sure. Adam jerked the book away from her. I was excited about coming to scuba dive, okay? He said defensively. I, I never even thought about... As he went to close the book, the picture on the page caught his eye. His voice trailed off as he stared. Keeping his hand on the page so he didn't lose his place, he smashed the cover shot to read the title. Celtic Mysteries and Myth. He wrenched the book open. Shaking out his numb fingers, he leaned close to the page to devour the words written below the image of a black sea kelpie with glowing blue eyes, 
diving down through seagrass with what looked like a terrified human on its back. The kelpie can range in color from sky blue to midnight black with thick manes and long tails, Adam read to himself, and its gentle appearance is how it lures its prey. Appearing as a helpless and lost pony on land, it attracts humans who wish to help it. After it captures its prey, it dives down to the ocean floor to drown and eat its victim. Most often found in Ireland, it survives easily on both land and sea, and can travel anywhere in the world using oceans, lakes, rivers, streams, and underground waterways. Humans who spot a kelpie are advised to avoid this vicious creature, which looks like a regular horse, but may be identified on land by its dripping mane and tail. He sat straight up and whispered to himself, Not my kelpie. They don't get it. Nobody else understands the magic. Clancy leaned forward and waved her hand in front of his face to catch his attention. Hello? Anyone home? What are you looking at and why are you mumbling to yourself like a crazy man? Adam slammed the book shut and tucked it back in his bag. Nothing. Just reading something. She sat up straight again and shifted her legs so she sat crisscross applesauce. She leaned forward, practically bent in half, and rested her elbows on the ground with her chin in her hands. You're a weird one, you know that, Adam? And I don't buy anything you say for a split second. Adam snorted. He zipped his bag up quickly and stood, tossing one strap over his shoulder. Who's weird? You're the one sitting there like a human pretzel, all twisted and crazy looking. He stalked away. Everyone else might believe your story about getting lost while diving, Adam Alfaro, she called after him. Looking all innocent with those big brown puppy dog eyes. Not me. I don't buy it. Adam froze and spun slowly to face her. He thought for a minute before he shrugged again. Who cares if you don't believe me? I don't want to talk to you anymore. Remember our deal? We agreed that you ignore me and I'll ignore you. I don't need you to believe me. I know what happened. So do I. She stood up, brushing her hands on the seat of her pants. As she walked past him, she leaned toward him to whisper, I saw everything. She smiled and kept going. His stomach lurched and tightened into a knot. What do you mean you saw everything? He swallowed hard. There wasn't anything to see. I swam the wrong way and got lost. Clancy looked over her shoulder with a smug grin. She said nothing, moving away with a bounce in her step. Hey, wait! He jogged to catch up. Oh, I thought we were ignoring each other. You're so annoying! He complained as his backpack slipped. He hung on to it with a sweaty hand while he tried to match her long strides. She still ignored him. You didn't see anything. You're, you're just trying to mess with my head. I mean, there isn't anything to see anyway. She stopped and whirled around so quickly he almost ran into her. Such a liar, she taunted and then spun around to keep going. Ah, Clancy, stop! Adam surprised himself with how forceful he sounded. She reeled back around to face him. Without her huge combat boots on... They were the same height, so they stood eye to eye, glaring at each other. She took a step back and folded her arms. Fine. You tell me what really happened, and I'll tell you what I know about why your mom is here. <sighs> Fine, he repeated. You first. No, you first, she insisted. Back to the tree. It's hot out here. Fine, he said again, stomping back to where they'd sat a moment before. He dropped his backpack in the grass and dirt at the foot of the tree, plopping next to it irritably. He thought about how to best phrase it so she'd get it, but who was he kidding? She wouldn't believe him anyway. He blurted out, I saw a sea kelpie and I went to help it. Clancy unzipped his pack and pulled out Celtic mysteries and myth. She thumbed through it until she found the kelpie page. I saw you swim off and I went after you since I knew it was your first dive. 
I was going to smack you for being such an idiot, but what I saw is crazy. No other word can describe it. What happened to you just isn't possible. She shook her head and eyed him with appreciation. You're a complete and total bonehead for taking off your regulator to shoot air at those sea urchins, but I have to admit, it was pretty cool. Adam's jaw dropped. You believe me? Clancy laughed. I saw this thing with my own eyes. She pointed to the Kelpie on the page. How could I not believe it? At first, I thought the sea urchins were just going after some giant seahorse or something, which is crazy because I've never seen them do anything other than sit on rocks whenever we go diving. But then that... That Kelpie wrapped its tail around you when you were falling to the bottom and pushed you onto its back, and then it was gone, like, instantly. I blacked out, Adam admitted. He looked down, a little ashamed of himself. But he glanced up to see her reaction. To his surprise, she didn't look like she was going to make fun of him. She nodded. Even if you hadn't passed out from lack of oxygen, you probably would have from the speed. It shot off like a bullet, and all I could see was a trail of bubbles. I followed the trail back, and it went down and disappeared into the Malabar Hole. As in, all the way down. She wrung her hands. I thought you were dead. Do you know how awful it is when you think you just watch someone die? Even if you really don't like that person? Adam sat up and smiled at her a little, ignoring the last part. There's more, he said eagerly. So much more. His mind swirled with ideas and questions about the underwater gate, the myrrh, possible war, and a Kelpie who needed to save some imprisoned naiads. It was all he could think for the last two days. But you probably aren't interested. You never know, she said casually, looking away as if trying to decide if she cared. <sighs> Your turn, Adam said confidently. She wanted to hear more. For once, someone didn't think he was childish for believing in the magic of a world they couldn't see. She saw it too. He wasn't alone anymore. Clancy looked over her shoulder to make sure no one else was looking, and then reached into her pocket to pull out something small. She kept her hand over it, glancing in all directions while leaning close to him. He looked around, too. What are we looking at? Shh! No one can see this! She hissed, covering one hand with the other and clutching both to her stomach. My dad will blow a gasket if he finds out I took this, but it's the reason your mom is here. Adam moved closer as she slowly opened her hands to reveal a small gold coin. Its top displayed the raised image of a pyramid, with a small diamond embedded on the top of the triangle. A jolt of surprise shot through him. He knew exactly what it was.